Sentire Media Thank you so much for downloading again on this 11th day of March 2021. My name's Jason. Ciao, I'm Ashley. And together we live, own, and operate La Tavola Marque, a little agriturismo. I guess we're promoting our agriturismo again. Why not? <laughs> a little light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, late winter's morning. We woke up frozen again, just like normal, but there is not a cloud in the sky. Uh, a little bit of morning haze, but nothing big. There's not going to be a cloud in the sky. It's going to be typical temperatures of late winter, about 12 degrees. And then at night, morning, negative three. Yeah, so same <laughs> same as the last time we, we talked about it, but the... Um, the owls are hooting in the evening at dusk, and the birds are chirping in the morning. We haven't heard from the cuckoo bird yet, nor have we heard from the woodpeckers. Nope. But that'll be later in the season. The barn swallows have But everyone's waking up. Everyone, those, The earth is waking up, and so are we. We had a busy uh, little week or two between the last podcast. So this one is going to be jam-packed. <laughs> We're going to keep it moving and keep the energy alive. So we are back in red zone again. This is our rolling out of lo- hard lockdown into soft lockdown, back to hard lockdown. So red zone means you can't leave your house without a de- self-declaration and it is only for a necessity. Grocery store, pharmacy, doctor's appointment, or specific work that's still open. Uh, most of the shops are closed. Everything is. Everything's closed again. Um, we'll see if building supplies are open or hardware stores are open. We'll see. They might be essential. But, whew, good times. So, before we went heavy lockdown, we were in yellow and orange and back and forth again in the last bit. And we did. Uh, Gaji and Rosanna came over right before the last lockdown. And uh, we <laughs> Rosanna, we had seen them for his birthday, and we told you guys the story. And Rosanna kept talking about getting 10 kilos of vongole, the little baby clams, to come and uh, shell them. And if she got 10 kilos, can we shell them together? And it was like, yeah, great, whatever. It's something about Friday. Well, Gaji refused to relate any information throughout the week about this. He wanted no part of it. So we were WhatsApping with her. Finally, yes, it's all set. They're coming over Friday. We're not exactly sure what's going on. She's bringing Vongole and all the makings for dinner. Well, she wanted to shell them. Now, I think she wanted to shell them because um, they were actually fished by someone she knows. Yes. Otherwise, I don't see – because you can buy fresh Vongole shelled in in the fish shops. Oh, yeah, and we've talked about this before. Rosanna is a woman uh, with people who do project things for for her, whether it's making fresh pasta or typically sometimes she'll get these shelled vongole in a little sack ready to go. So to do this is no big deal at all. You get the biggest pot pan you have, uh, a little bit of uh, water in the bottom, uh, some herbs. If you want anything, some lemon herbs, whatever you want, and you just steam them open and then you strain them through a pasta strainer and then sit there meticulously picking out all the meat from the tiny little clams. You double strain the juice that comes out to get any sand. You run through a really fine mesh strainer and then if you have cheesecloth is even better Um, and then you save that that juice and you freeze it or whatever. Sounds one, two, three. Easy enough. Not with Gaji and Rosanna. <laughs> we were realizing they're like the Costanzas, but 
um, Gaji is way meaner than Jerry Sein or not Seinfeld, Jerry um, Stiller. <laughs> so since Gaji doesn't want to do this, he acts like a child. Rosanna comes over with everything and except and just some orders for some pots and pans and things she needs and some salt to soak the to clean the vongolan. Oh, that's another thing. Really interesting. She took rock salt and rubbed the rock salt between her hands to clean off the vongla. I thought that was ingenious. Yes, she was not happy with how fine our salt was. I because had thicker salt. I know, and I didn't know where it was because you were helping Gaji because he refused to be up in the kitchen. So Gaji knows that <laughs> Gaji's he's such a... He's, this is woman's work for him, first of all. Yeah, but 10, 10, 15 years ago, he was into doing stuff like uh, this. But he'd still say this is for the ladies. He'd chain smoke in the kitchen and watch, but... That's true. Uh-huh. Um, so now he doesn't want any part of this job. So what he's doing is calling me down to the garden or into the garage to help him with shit that really doesn't need to be done Not all, all. In, the, in the objective of taking me away. <laughs> Rosanna, all she wants is, where's Jason? Where's Jason? I'm not nearly, I am not who she's looking to do this with. Uh, she wants to have, she likes to have him around in the kitchen, in his kitchen. So it was just something that should have been one, two, three, turned into a lot of screaming, where's Jason? Uh, both screaming for him in the kitchen to then Gaji down needing him to bang some nut out that's broken for no reason at all. And it was just a classic shit show, but it was perfect. Once we got settled down and everything together, it was it went one, two, mm-hmm. three. Oh, Rosanna had- likes listening to music while we do projects and singing along. Gaji says it needs to be pure silence <laughs> and no music. Um, so we p- pumped the music since this was a Rosanna project. So <laughs> it was just kind of classic. I don't know. They crack me up. Um, the other thing, so we told you guys about Gaji's birthday and now this. And then the last podcast as well, we talked about the road work that we were the meeting that we had so the meeting that we had has not materialized into squat uh six of us got together and filled all the holes on the road yes on saturday and it's always interesting to see who shows up for these things and to me it's the ones who are real the hard workers are the ones who care i don't know so a couple guys from along the road did not show up and one young guy in particular and as we're Working along the road, one of the workers says, uh, at the end, we should show up at his house and um, walk through with muddy boots and ask for our aperitivo. And so it's kind of fun just hearing the locals shit talk each other. One of them asked us as we're working and um, filling the holes and stuff, hey, where's the old man that we always see in the garden? You know, the one who yells at everyone. the doctor yeah yeah that one he yells at everyone and uh he was like i'm surprised he's not here we said thank god he's not here he'd be yelling at us during all of this too oh he'd be controlling (laughs) which is the worst oh you missed a spot so this the uh the heavy gravel that we got um will last eh, two weeks before the next rain comes and the tractors and wood trucks and cars that pass the holes will fill up with water, float all the stone, and as soon as you pass through, it knocks all the gravel out. And we're oh, and we, we all knew it as we were doing it. That oh, was yeah, the we other. Kept joking. We kept joking. Oh, hopefully it'll last two days. Better enjoy your drive home because that's the last time it'll be nice like this. So, as Jason called it, a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. It's better than nothing. We know it's not going to last. I guess it just makes us feel good to do something. Well, now we can say we tr- like we do it every year. We did it twice a, a year. Twice a year, usually. We, you know, whatever. It's not going to save your your suspension from of your car, but no, it's not. <laughs> 
what else have we been working on? Uh, croissants. We are 80 per, I am, I am basically can confidently say I'm 80% of the, uh, uh, there, mm-hmm. there being consistent, um, flaky, yeah, laminating to be, to get the next 20% to where it's like, Oh, this is a professional, beautiful. Every time is going to take much more time equipment and it's just now the investment so the first that first part is easy then the last getting it that last 20 percent is is much much harder so um doing them you know as i've been doing this every day sit down and, and kind of work numbers and figure out is this a is this financially worth it the answer is kind of no mm-hmm. um you know, having one product like that and just make, there's no population around here. And, um, unless old Kenny, we know you're listening, wants to come out and, uh, open yeah, but your even French if, bakery, yeah, but if, croissants if, and cannelets, even <laughs> if we did that, I don't want to open up a small bakery and, and there's no population to That's do it here. That's the bummer. We've realized we do not want to leave this area, which also confines us to some alternate business choices in the future because we've chosen to live where it's very rural. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a uh, high croissant uh, eating crowd. Well, not who are looking not, to pay for. Who are looking to pay for a um, something different mm-hmm. and it's more of a quality. They don't, they don't care. Even if they did, even if, they, even if it was a hit, there's not 10,000 people. No, I was going to say, even if every single person had one. <laughs> I can't. There's no. There's, no. So then it's like, okay, you have to open a micro bakery and it's I don't want to be chained to. I like doing it. If I if I had to do it all the time, I think I wouldn't like it. No, but some of these projects remind me of our buddy from college, Luke, who uh, became it. <laughs> he got his engineering degree. He got his electrical engineering degree, and then as soon as he got, it, he was like, "Okay, well, eh, I, I know how that works. Now I understand how that all works. I'm I'm not really interested in it anymore. <laughs> well, at least I didn't spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a on a no degree. just a couple just 10 kilos of butter and a little bit of time and a ton of weight on our hips <laughs> um but now i know how to make butter dough exactly i can so, make it it's good it, it comes out pretty damn good today's batch was very nice clark it real was nice. even the scrap pieces <laughs> i rolled up and those were real good plus as it's getting nicer out i'm less likely less wanting to um take kind the of- be stuck in the kit yeah doing that in the mornings because now i want to get outside uh it was funny because gaji is people are have been curious of gaji's reception to the croissants um it is a waste of time in his mind however he would like them fresh and ready when he's here in the morning um he came over one day and was watching jason with the dough and he'd already had one from a few days before or something we'd given some to them and another couple days later he comes over and jason's folding the dough and jason's like look how good this dough's looking and god she's like yeah yeah, yeah. you need to wake up earlier so uh so i, I don't want to be looking at you doing the dough i want to be watching you take them out of the oven <laughs> Like, oh, but this is a complete waste of time. But oh, I'm, I, I'm hot and ready for me. I totally agree with him. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of food, grocery store. Our my 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 grocery store. Your go to. My go to in Urbana <laughs> got a new look. They closed for two weeks, and this was a grocery store that needed probably needed an update. It was, you know, like looks like kind of bare and white. And, and yeah, all simple, that. like kind of simple, just Italian. 
small town grocery store, nothing special or, or flashy. And when we, we saw that they were going to close for some renovations, we were cracking up because we thought, okay, we've seen quote unquote renovations out here. Sometimes they just paint green or we were like, they're yeah, just going to paint. The, yeah. They're going to just tilt spruce. the cashier registers, uh, like a hair of a degree and be like, ta-da, grand reopening. We showed up. And let me tell you, if you've been listening to this podcast in Slocktown, our main event is going grocery shopping. <laughs> so this was a big deal. We were pretty excited. Let's go see kickoff day. Uh, their grand reopening. It was totally transformed. It, they have a new entrance. Uh, the lighting is all this mod. All the like cases and oh, the shelves are, like, are modern, and the lighting is. Did like, we walk into Milano? Oh, like, know. where are we, big city? So we walked through the whole thing, and I decided I hate it. <laughs> I have to change grocery stores. He's like, I just wish it was how it was. I don't know where. He sounds so funny because I don't know where anything is anymore. There's so many lights. You have they to pick have, numbers it's to all get this, into line. It's all this like um, spotlighting. Like the, they went with, you know, how all the modern stuff is now. The open ceiling with these spotlights coming down. And it's really, if you stand in the wrong place, it's really harsh in your eyes. I hate it. I Not hate only that, hair. everything's now automated with, like, you have to get the number at the kiosk to go to the different counters. And Jason's just used to, like, I'm used to the shit show. Yeah. I'm used to the, I'm used to the, you ask the person. Who was here first? Who was here last? Who's the last person at line? And um, now you have to go to this, like, computer thing and touch it, and it spits out a ticket. And there are, all the people now are following the system. I'm, I'm done. I don't like it. But there's now fish. Yeah, that'll be here six. There's no way. That, that was pretty exciting. It was like, oh my god, we have a fish counter, which caused drama at the meat counter because it's taken over their space. So the, the <laughs> so reason there's... why the reason why I like this grocery store so much is because my um, butcher, Machelaria GS, has a little satellite place there, and uh, so I figure, well, I'll go to that one if I can get the same meat that I get from my good butcher. Why go two different places? I really like this place. These are my peeps. I know. These are your ladies. You also are not thrilled that it's gone the way of a lot of the bigger stores out here where the produce section is shrinking. Yeah, they went more, way more like um, package stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, Which isn't a bit like, it just means now I have to go to another stop. So if I have to go to another stop to get fruits and veg. Oh my um, God. He sounded like some old lady the other day. He came home and didn't get a case of water. And I said, what happened with the water? And he said... Oh my God. I got all the, you know how water's always at the end. Well, I got to the end and went to the checkout and I said, where's the water? And she told me it was back at the beginning. I, I I couldn't go all the way back through there. First of all, our grocery stores are nothing like what you would imagine in the States or anything square footage. (laughs) Bothered. That was the last straw, by the way. I'm turning in my, uh, uh, rewards card. Your rewards card. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. It's hilarious. Oh, so so those are, those are our, those are our dramas that we have to deal with. I'm (laughs) trying to live my best life out here and the modernization of the grocery store is real. These are, these are real difficult times. I know. I know. Especially when that's our main source of joy is to go grocery shopping. Um, so I, I went out last week to go to cold already, the farmer's union. And that's always normally this time of year. It's, we save all our bureaucracy for usually the late winter. And I'll give a shout out to the farmer's union. They've done a great job trying to help, um, recuperate lost funds. No better than the just general. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. 14 months ago. The Farmers Union screwed up so bad that the Ames was threatening to cancel our business license because they didn't send the right documents. This is true. 
buck colder. <laughs> okay. Well, they're making up for it a little bit. But anyway, I had a meeting and uh, the main head guy, Alessio, is like, meet me there at 10. Great. So I get there at 10. He's late. So I wait about 20 minutes or so. He shows up, whatever. And he, as he's coming in, he's like, give me five minutes. I just got to get situated. Great. No problem. I'm already waiting. He pops out after five minutes. Oh, forgot something in the car. Got to go. Comes back like five, ten minutes later. Oh, five, ten minutes. There was no... He did not forget anything in his car. Right on the corner, downstairs, one flight of stairs down from the office is a cafe. (laughs) He went to go have a quick shot of coffee and two cigarettes. (laughs) And then came up and was like, okay, now I'm ready to see you. So it just kind of cracked me up. I love it. I forgot something in my car. AKA a cafe and cigarettes. Every time we we have an appointment for this, I go, Ash, why 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 are we leaving on time? There's no reason. This guy is always... 30 minutes, like a solid 30. Unless it's like he's there, unless it's an 8 in the morning thing and it's right that first That happened thing. once. I know, it didn't that happen once. That happened once. And then we've I had to here, go... We've been here 13 years. Then that I had once. to go uh, to the satellite office on Friday to drop something off. Um, oh, because... Italy is now entering the modern technology. They are using satellites to check your farmland instead of old-time helicopters or old-time whatever. Um, so he said, no, 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 we did the satellites. You're all set, whatever. But he needed me to fill out some other thing and bring it back. And uh, he was at the satellite office, which is always what cracks me up as well. Oh, now That's confusing. You I said would... satellite office, and you're talking about satellites. Oh, sorry. He's at the alternate office for the farmer's union there you go and it is in the back of a feed shop (laughs) you go through a mini hardware store past all the bags of feed stacked way high and in the back corner is a tiny desk with a chair and a printer and it just cracks me up so once a week someone from the farmer's union comes out there and usually without the documents without that you needed to do the business it's hilarious he was again now 45 minutes late this time and this time i'm with all the old guys and we're just yakking it up and talking about the weather and they're getting the last pellets for the season but i don't know it's that small town stuff (laughs) it just cracks me up so between the farmers union and working on the road it was very quaint around here other things going excuse me other things going on in our little neck of the woods is uh garden time again yep it's time to start getting the uh seeds going for the garden we will be planting Tomato seeds this week, not in the ground, obviously, but in their little cups to sprout the little sprout them into seedlings and then transplant them and put them in the into the greenhouse. We'll be doing tomatoes this week and uh, onion. Okay, maybe some flowers too. Great, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you need. A uh, big package arrived yesterday. We got a big package. We got uh, our shipment of hand tools from the Netherlands. If you're looking to get a gift, I'm. I like things that I touch all the time. I want them to feel good in my hands. Mm-hmm. And the um, this was kind of a birthday present. Yeah, this was my birthday present. Hand tools that the like hose and and spades and things and you use all, all the, the time. time. We just have the hardware store ones, and they're just shit. They're the I don't like how the handles feel. Or I don't, they bend. They bend. They're just cheap. So I finally said, you know what? I like 
gardening. I like agriculture. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. So we invested in some really nice hand tools, and half <laughs> half of them came yesterday. I know. It's so classic. The packages left the same day from Holland, and only one arrived So yesterday. the DHL guy calls me yesterday. He goes, I have your package. I go, packages. He goes, package. And so I show up, <laughs> and I go, where's the other one? He goes, what do you mean the other one? I go, look, on your, on your thing, it says one of two. He goes, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just have this one. <laughs> Like, all right, well, right. we'll see if this is a problem. Oh my gosh. So, these are fantastic, handmade, hand forged. Um, our Dutch neighbors have used these for years, and we had um, worked on many projects with them before. So, it's like you'll use their tools, and it's like, God, these feel so good, and they last so long. So, they're made out of stainless steel. Um, they have beautiful uh, ash handles, the T handles. They just they look good and feel good. No one's, we, no one paid us to do this we no. just we it's spent our own Snaybauer. money Snaybauer from the netherlands go mm-hmm. look them up it's worth it if you have someone you want to get a gift for who loves to garden gorgeous gorgeous present um it's spelled s-n-e-e-b-o-e-r there's no u no okay i don't think so check it out Snaybauer and sons um, and then, um, oh, and you got another tool. And then also to go with my new hand tools, we got this week a used half a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> piano, piano, slowly, slowly. What do I mean by half the tractor? Well, this is called a walk behind tractor or in Italian, a moto cultivatore. It looks like a motor. It looks like a beefy, beefy roto like hand rototiller, except this is a diesel engine with a uh, output shaft, so you can put different um, different tools Implements on the back. Um, we got this from our friends uh, Maki. Their their uh, the gelato shop. The gelato shop. His father got this many years ago, and it was just too heavy for him to handle. It's a it, it's, it's a, a beast. beastly, it's a beast of a machine, and um, you can put different. So you can have a rototiller, or you can have a, a lawnmower, or you can have a. What's um, the thing on it that's like grinding it up? It's called the trinchatura. It's a bush hogger. Bush hog. It's hey, bush hog. Jason's been wanting a bush hog for a while. Uh, you can put a snow blower on it. You can put all these anything a tractor will go on, plows, any of that stuff. Um, but now I see why he uh, got ri- why he couldn't use it because this man's in his mid 80s and mm-hmm. this thing if you make the wrong like say you think you're in reverse but you're really in first gear and you let go of the clutch and it goes forward on you there's no holding it it's it's going um if you if you're not on perfectly level ground and you uh, have which to kind of we're not we're not you kind of <laughs> have to hold it it's it's a core work like it is you're tired at the end of this so um it's cool it's, it's cool big greatest fear god you will break it that's the thing he, oh, refuses. God, he refuses to read the instruction manual. I try. Nothing's labeled. There's four forward gears, four reverse gears. There's a uh, differential. Like there's all these levers and buttons. And there's a lot going on. There's stuff going on. It's like just, uh, <laughs> Jason printed out the entire manual for him in Italian, and he threw it back at him and said, "What the hell do I need this for?" So that's great. So if you're interested, <laughs> actually, I'll put up a, a oh, picture of it. It's a Jolly Moto Cultivatore. From Goldini? Goldini. It's basically, even though it's 2005, it's basically brand new. The guy never used it. You said the knobs on the tires? The, the little rubbery knobs from when they make the tires are still on them. <laughs> the, you know, the little part at the top. Um, when I drained the oil, it was gold. I mean, it was totally ruined because mm-hmm. it sat for 10 years. But it was gold. Um, just int- like brand new. But I know. It- It'll be great. I am, but I am nervous for Gaji. Oh, and I forgot to mention one other hilarious thing about him with the hand tools you bought. 
uh, you sent him some photos this morning, and he texted back, it looked like Roba from Bricolage, which is what he says it looks like cheap crap from the kind of crappy hardware store. And then he told, and we said no. And he wrote back, um, as of today, don't touch any of my tools. You've got your own. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he cracks me up. Um, also, with Spring brought a JR. JR's been around. Who's JR? Well, JR is uh, a stray little cat that um, has, looks exactly like boy cat. He looks but like small. Well, not small, just not fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our boy cat's fat. So I call him JR. And JR likes to come around at about three in the morning and cry underneath our window. Like that cat. It's horrible. It is. But the other night he didn't come at three in the morning because he was well fed. We, uh, Jason heard him outside and was like, JR, is that you? Come on over, buddy. And then all of a sudden at the same time, Jason realized, oh my God, I put a pot of beans with ribs outside on the front porch, uh, like out on the front to cool, which he normally does in the winter. Uh, I got to go check those beans. He runs over and you just hear him go, oh my God, JR ate the ribs. <laughs> well, JR found the pot of beans and he, he was nosing through the <laughs> nosing through them. We were dying. It felt, we felt so hillbilly that split second where you're like, do you still eat them? Them good beans, right? Oh no. This was how my grandpa ended up with, um, Tell E. coli. Had E. coli. And when he went into the, he was terribly sick. And when he went into the hospital, they were like, okay, um, this has never happened before. Normally we can identify exactly what gave you the E. coli. With your grandpa, there's many things it could have been. It could have been the dead crows he had hanging outside of his house to keep some other animals away. It could have been the stew that he ate that had been in the back of his truck for a few days. Or it could have been the deer that he hit with his car and then made... <laughs> Probably made the stew out of. <laughs> we were just like, we're going to turn it to my grandpa. Could have been... The, the the beans that was the cat was nosing through that got him. So it was like, oh my god, toss these freaking beans. So we tossed the beans <laughs> and we're trying to lure Jr. But he's uh, he's he's a, he's his own man. Oh my so he's I know Jiro. we can't get him around yet. Oh, Facebook Marketplace. Every morning, Jason starts. Wow, here. we are all we are like. We're like uh, uh, ADD all over. I know the place it's fine. Here. It's fun. Sometimes we have a slow podcast. Sometimes we got a lot going on. Um, Jason loves to check Facebook Marketplace. We've discussed this other times on the podcast. I I hate Facebook, but I love Facebook Marketplace. You never know what you're going to find on there. And we've talked about this. And we've the pricing is that. all over the place. Left flip flop. You're looking for one flip flop? Just the left one? Uh, some really cool woodworking tables for not expense, for not too it's crazy. Just, it's, it's a bunch all, of, over, it's the all over the place. But There's what a- have you found a lot of lately? Oh. Uh, restaurant? Restaurant. Professional restaurant equipment. So... This is the first sign that I've seen of things slowing down, like at a, at a like fundamental scale. All of a sudden, on Kijiji, what is it? Kijiji. Uh huh. Okay, there's a, <laughs> there's like three or four like of these eBay sites in mm-hmm. Italy. Kijiji, Kijiji, Subito Punto Eat, and Facebook Marketplace. I'm sure there's a, but oh, those there's... are the big ones. Tons of. Good looking used restaurant, professional restaurant equipment, and some online. lightly used. Yeah, like like I know, looking yeah. new. Mm-hmm. So, um, ooh, that's not a good sign. No, but it's a good one to put in the back of your uh, kind of thought for 
equipment in the future? Do we want to get, like, we've always said even if it was just a place for us, you'd want some of that stainless steel or some of that equipment. But But I think the more underlying thing is that all these restaurants are closing and now you're seeing all their shit online. Oh, big time. We're still looking for those tractors to drop in price. Yeah, tractors haven't (laughs) dropped. Nor has has real estate. Um, Oh, what did we hear about the, the... didn't, weren't we talking to someone about the echo bonus the other day? About oh something yeah, new? and they were saying again that no, um, no one's got no work, no one's yeah. gotten it, and no workers are able to be found. <laughs> I think we already mentioned that though. Um, we did have one question here about salt that I was trying to find for you. One second. Now I'm not going to find it. I had dead it all dead air. Dead air. Oh my god, it's gone. <laughs> Here we go. Um, this was from a couple weeks ago when we asked about some questions. My husband and I are moving to Ascoli Pacino. That's the southern part of La Marque. I am a cook and a baker. Here in the U.S., I use diamond crystal kosher salt for all baking and cooking. Is there an equivalent in Italy? Or do you want – I just thought this was a good way for you to talk about salt a bit. Salt. There's a million salts. Exactly. I don't know about diamond crystal kosher salt. I used to use – in the yeah, in the States and every professional kitchen use kosher salt. Um, out here, I've used fine Mediterranean sea salt. There are literally, bat- like, you have salt from Chervia. You have salt from, um, where was the other one for, from, um, the Po salt. You have, I mean, there's a thousand. There's so many salts. It's great. Um, the only thing is, you will notice that the uh, salinity of the salts will vary very drastically. So when you do something by feel, like a pinch of salt by feel, if I change up my salt, then I either undersalt or oversalt. So um, I stick with one brand of Mediterranean sea salt. I stick with another brand of the Pope salt for like salting the um, meats or um, uh, for the pasta water. I don't use the fine sea salt. It's just, I don't know. I don't. And then I've got half a dozen other salts for meats or black salts or, you know, finishing, finishing all the Himalaya, the red salt, all those dumb ones, but all those, you know, not dumb, but trendy ones, Mm -hmm. but, um, don't worry about it. You'll go, you'll go and you'll, um, find a million different and just choose the one you like. Yep. We normally keep it. Like you said, a fine salt and a rock salt or grosso, fino and grosso, um, on hand, and then, like you said, some of the other ones for s- different stuff. Also, she had a question about yeast and something about SAF instant yeast that comes in a one-pound package. I don't know what that means, but um, I'm sure the yeast is different here than it's in the state. So I just thought maybe for bakers or people, maybe you had two cents on yeast. Well, it's just I think in North America you find more instant yeast or uh, active dried yeast in the little envelopes whereas mm-hmm. here it's all fresh yeast they come in in the grocery stores you'll find 25 gram little cubes and it's fresh yeast so for your a lot of the recipes i use i have to go to a yeast converter which will convert active dry or um what's it, active dry yeast and instant yeast the grams or volume measurement into fresh yeast and then of course if you go to a ingrosso a um like a, a costco, costco uh, big supply store for restaurants you'll find half kilo blocks uh one kilo blocks but that's a lot and of you'll find them in the grocery store either in since it's fresh in either near like the milk and, and cheese, cheese and stuff or behind the counter yeah sometimes you have to ask for it and mm-hmm. there's lots of different types like yeah. the conad yeast sucks 
There's one type, I forget, it's got the green writing with, yep, the, with white, the white. Um, and that's a much better yeast. And what do I mean by it sucks? That's a, yeah, that's not a good descriptive word. <laughs> it does, it's not as active. It's not as, I don't know. The, it's it, Responsive? It, yeah, I don't know. It tends to, um, when I use it for the croissants and stuff, I use a slight freeze, and I find that the Conad yeast doesn't bounce back like the other one does. Okay. I don't know. You're going to have to play with them. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but yeast is not, it, yeast is yeast is yeast, kind of, but not really to me. Because mm-hmm. I will search out that one brand that mm-hmm. I like. All right. That was where was that? Where were those two questions last week? I forgot them. You so were, you just had all the crappy ones? Yeah. You were just in a <laughs> pleasant mood and it was like moving on, moving on. Um, was there anything else? We've covered so much in this podcast. Whoa. I know. No. Let's go. I know. We've got croissants to bake. Deliver. Yes. All right. Bring us home. All right. Thanks so much for listening. You know where to find us. Um, LaTavolaMarque.com. Shoot us a question. Email. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the places at LaTavolaMarque. L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.